0: Hi, this is Tom Field with Information Security Media Group. Today we're going to discuss a topic I call the business of security leadership. And we're talking about this with Paul Perini, Vice President of Information Services at Belco Community Credit Union in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Paul, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, you're quite welcome, Tom. My pleasure.
0: You know, we've talked about this a little bit in the past and what I'd like to, to get from you is a sense of what are the qualities that an information security leader needs to possess in order to be a successful business leader?
1: That's a very good question, uh, Tom. I mean, off the top of my head, uh, I would say that there's three to four essential um, qualities that uh, a leader needs. Um, The ability to see the bigger picture is the first one that comes to mind. Uh, Most times... Information being protected, if we're talking specifically about info security, the information that's being protected is not related specifically to security. It's related to some non-technical industry. Um, For example, at the credit union, as a senior leader, I work obviously in the financial services industry. It's my responsibility to look at the idea of protecting information, whether it's password, PIN numbers, credit card numbers, etc. And understand that it relates to financial services, not necessarily IT as it's usually defined. Uh, what I must do then as the leader is to help determine how information security fits within the industry for which I work. Um, it needs to – I need to answer certain questions. Can info security give my organization a competitive advantage? Does it protect the organization from regulatory scrutiny? Uh, does it allow us to focus our efforts um, on other things that complement our industry? Um, what are the consequences of security problems? Will it or can it uh, lose the credit union members? Will it or can it cost the credit union huge dollars if we don't focus on information security? So it's whether it's information security or it's just IS in general, it's, it's really determining how, that piece of the industry fits within the industry. Um, That goes hand-in-hand with the ability to work towards an end goal. A lot of times people, whether they're leaders or report to a leader, they forget about the end goal. Um, They get lost in the technology of information security, and they forget the purpose that their industry is here. In my case, we are here to provide service to our members, Uh, slash customers, both internal and external. That's my end goal. So that's where I need to step out of the technical piece and say, again, how does information security impact the service that I provide to my members? Um, A couple other qualities uh, leader needs are qualities that all leaders need. Um, Trust, the ability to delegate, those kind of go hand in hand. If I don't trust my employees to do what needs to be done, it's very difficult for me to delegate to them. Um, I'm a very firm believer that there's a difference between delegation and passing the buck. Um, Delegation in its truest form means allowing the employees that report to you to accomplish things. I guide a process. The employees and technical experts complete task projects and processes. And lastly, if I had to pick another one, it would probably be judgment. Um, A leader, again, whether it's information security or any other leader, needs to have the ability to weigh all of the available options and choose a course of action that's most appropriate. Um, Security decisions have long-reaching effects on an organization as well as on uh, our credit union members. So I need to answer certain questions that say, how much are members willing to go through for increased security? Um, I have to weigh the hoops and the hurdles versus the necessary steps. Again, it's stepping out of the technical mindset and looking at it for the end result, which is the service to the members, and trying to bring it all together um, to make business decisions that are best for us and for our customers or members.
0: Well, Paul, that's a good, thoughtful answer. L- let me ask you, how about your own leadership experience? What were your key challenges coming up um, to the ranks of becoming a leader?
1: My challenges were uh, probably somewhat unique, um, as my experience was. I came into the IT environment with little technical background. I have uh mathematics, mathematics actuarial science major, um, or a degree, I should say, from uh, Millersville University here in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So my background was not in IT. It was in um, the management aspect of financial services Um, it actually coming here that background has let me see the bigger picture Um, while seeing the bigger picture it also means I don't have the technical background or expertise of the employees I'm leading Uh, right away that may seem as a negative for me it's been more of a positive so it's not necessarily a challenge it's just the way that I have to deal with things here. I'm not the person that has the ability to do the things to get the solutions. I need to facilitate getting the solutions. Um, However, even though I'm not the one providing the deliverables, every position has what we would call deliverables, uh, those things that are expected of you from the organization. So the challenge that I have or that most leaders are going to have is to understand what your deliverables are and to be comfortable with what you are expected to deliver. So as a leader, it's my responsibility to deliver quality products. In this case, it's the products that protect the organization's infrastructure, everything it contains. So it goes right back to um, information security. The solution for me um, is to commit to my deliverables. And ensure that my efforts are in line with what's expected of me. So um, it allows me, let me see how I don't want to say this. Um, it allows me to oversee tangible deliverables, but also understand that overseeing that and constantly facilitating those deliverables is what is expected of me. So, in essence, that is what I'm expected to do. That's my deliverable to the organization. Um, another challenge is constantly developing my employees. A leader, in my opinion, is only as good as the employees that he or she leads, so I need to constantly develop my, not only as future leaders of the organization, but also um, as it relates to information security, I have to continuously develop the employees as part of that security program. Um, It's the greatest and most difficult deliverable that a leader can provide because The rewards, while greater than tangible rewards that come from constant deliverables or daily deliverables as products and applications, delivering—if that's the right word—delivering an employee who is more developed because of your interaction has greater rewards. However, that comes fewer and farther in between than it does um, with applications and software deliverables.
0: So day to day, Paul, how do you avoid getting sucked into the IT weeds? Is it as, is it as simple as that? that you don't have a, a sort of the the capabilities to get sucked into the IT weeds? You have people to do that for you. How do you do that?
1: I would certainly hope that um, in the six years I've been here, that I'm not still where I was when I came. <laughs> um, I'd have to ask the people I report to, but um, the the ability exists on a daily basis for me to get sucked into the weeds. And the reason for that is while I didn't have the background. My mindset is still, um, with the math interest and major, it's the analytical mindset that a lot of the people that report to me have. So when you fall back into that mindset, as I often do, and it's one of my challenges I didn't mention, but it's um, it's easy to fall back and try to find deliverables that are easier to accomplish and have that... To, you kind of use that as your your statement of why you're here and what you do. In um, a uh, real-life example, I enjoy new applications just like the people that report to me, and I learn them. Well, the problem with that is then I like do get sucked back into the weeds and do those things, whether it's creating a report, uh, working with SQL databases, uh, that sort of thing, and saying, oh, look, here it is. This is what I've produced for you. Um, that is very easy to do, but that's not... What I'm expected to do. So, to answer your question, how do I avoid getting sucked into the weeds? Um, first and foremost, it's creating an environment where everyone understands and accepts their roles. Once everyone understands their roles, you empower them to do their job. So, for example, my employees know that they are, what their roles are, what's expected of them, much like I know what's expected of me. And then they are now empowered. I delegate to them. I trust that they will do what is expected of them. So they are empowered to do their jobs. Um, What that gives me is, while it's easy for me to get pulled into the weeds, I don't get too many occurrences for for it to happen because the employees that report to me are kind of my safety net to make sure that doesn't happen. They know what to bring to me, what not to bring to me. If it's assistance or being a resource to them for a more technical application, that's fine but a lot of the assignments that would pull me back into the weeds don't come to me in the first place because the employees understand that it's their responsibility to take those. As a second uh, piece, what I tend to do is I continually question what I'm doing and what's being asked of me. Um, like every other employee in our organization, I have a position description that clearly outlines what's expected of me. I'm evaluated on it. It's constantly changing um, but it still stays at the leadership level. So the position description is developed in such a way that I spend the bulk of my time on bigger issues and not on the day-to-day functions of the IS area. It's also created where it outlines how my position is to benefit the organization. So, again, it's at the higher level. It's overseeing the tactical and the technical pieces that are done by my department. The position description, for me, drives what I should be doing on a daily basis. Um, The words that I've been using, like the delegate, empower, trust, are in the position description. It's responsible for oversight of words uh, such as that. So, um, again, it's very easy to forget that and do what is asked of you because when you work – unless you work by yourself and don't have any access to public people at all, you get asked to do certain things that you know are not your responsibility that someone else should be doing. So it's to take that and to be able to ask yourself, is this the best use of my time based on what I know is expected of me from the organization? Um, And then lastly, um, a leader has to create a team that responds well to both opportunities and emergencies because it's easy, to stay out of the weeds and do what's expected of you when things are going well Um, but you have to constantly work with the team to develop them to the point where whether it's good times, bad times or chaos they're going to react in the same manner at the same levels and get the things done that need to be done Um, that goes back to preparation testing working with employees one-on-one meetings with for employee development. Um, the ease with which your team handles emergency is decided long before the emergency strikes. Um, it's it's creating a well-prepared team. Um, it's letting them determine what they need to do in these situations um, prior to the situations arising, and then in turn it means them and you fulfilling the same roles in the organization, whether it's during an emergency or during the normal normal business day.
0: So, Paul, we've talked a lot about sort of staff development. What are the sort of skills that you need in your staff to support you in your work?
1: As I've mentioned, obviously I need technical skills um, in my staff. Um, And again, they need the technical skills in order to meet the requirements of their job. So, that's not necessarily a skill that I need for them to support me, but I do need it for them to provide the support to the organization that we're looking for. Um, it does, however, help me with the trust and delegation piece. I can, it's easier to trust that they can get through the things they need to do if they have the specific technical skills to get it done. And as we all know, with technology constantly evolving, it's a responsibility of mine to make sure that my staff is constantly developing those skills. So it's not necessarily having the people that know how to do it now, but it's either getting them the knowledge to do it or making sure you have people that know where to find the knowledge. I'll go back to my first comment, and that is we fulfill an information services need in a financial services industry. So I don't necessarily feel like I have to have people that know every single answer to every IS related question. What I do need is those that if they don't know the answer, they're gonna have the ability and the trust in themselves uh, and the drive to find the answer or at least get us on the in the right direction to finding an answer. Um one of the and that goes to the the second skill that I really uh, need from my staff and that is the deduction and reasoning. Um, I need my staff, the ability to make decisions based on partial information. Um, They know what the desired result is. They know what's expected of them. They gather information to get us closer to the result. They need to make the decisions to get us there so it's not constantly coming back to me as the leader to say, should I do this, should we do this, what's next, what's the next step. That's for them to determine and use me as kind of a bouncing board um, for the organization to say, from an organizational view that makes sense or this doesn't make sense, what about this, did you think about this, um, it, again, being a resource to them. Um, and lastly, for my area and I think for most IT uh, leaders, um, a skill that is definitely needed is um, enhanced interpersonal skills. It In our day and age, we're getting past the IT stereotype, Um but it still exists to some extent. And it's, if other people don't fully understand what IT does and how it fits into the industry, then you get the stereotypes of being introverted or you get the tech geek stereotype. Um, again, our purpose is to handle the technical aspects of the financial services industry. So I need my people to have interpersonal skills to go above and beyond that IT focus, the ability to communicate with other employees regardless of what level they're at, and the ability to communicate across the entire organization, um, whether it's dealing with security, other facets of IT, something as simple as PCs and how they help financial services, it, it's re- irregardless of the topic, the IT staff needs to be able to explain very technical information to mostly non-technical people who are here for our end goal, which again is to serve our members or customers.
0: Nice. You keep the eye on the prize. Now, Paul, you talked about um, the skill sets that you need, and you've also talked about how easy it is to sort of get sucked into the needs of the moment. How do you groom an IT or a security team to ensure that they're more strategic in their actions rather than sort of being tactical and in the moment?
1: That's a very good question, and it's something that uh, most organizations are going to deal with um, on a regular basis. Um, we all, as I mentioned earlier, it's easy for, whether it's IT or it's any of our other uh, areas here at the credit union, whether it's for, uh, finance and the processing or marketing, um, it's very easy to get back to, the tactical piece and forget keeping your eye on the end prize or the strategic. Um, a lot of times strategic to people means um, pie in the sky, means uh, just thinking outside the box, but, you know, the results come from the tactical. Well, you know, for us it's more of helping everyone understand how they fit together. My approach is that I constantly share the direction of the organization with my staff. Our goals are brought down through our senior leadership team to a strategic implementation team and then down into the different areas of the credit union. So it's our job to take this direction of the organization, the strategic goals, and then set department and individual goals that align with those goals. So I constantly push our team to work together um, to help determine their role in achieving the goal set for the organization. Um, an example of that um, in the financial services industry is if, if growth is an issue. We want to grow our assets by X percentage uh, over the next two, three years. Um, everyone needs to understand that all areas within the organization can contribute to the goal set for the organization. I challenge my team to be creative in how we can contribute to the goal set the organization so if in the financial services if our goal is growth of X percent an IS specific focus team and a tactical team is going to say we provide support to those people who talk to our members or customers that's how we support the goal of growth that's well and good what I've challenged my team and where my team has responded is what else can we do how can we be creative if we were to think outside the box and say nothing is impossible, brainstorm, how else can we affect assets? How else can we contribute to growth? Our department has no member contact on a daily basis, yet each of our staff or each of our team members have specific sales goals for the year. So what we've tried to do is help our IT team understanding that their daily responsibility indirectly impacts the goals of the organization, but that it can also directly impact the goals of the organization. And what it really tends to do is it helps them to see the bigger picture, understand what is important to their organization, how they contribute to that, and then it also kind of sets the standard, at least we feel it does, and we're proud of the fact that we we think it sets the standard for some of the other back office or support departments, here at the credit union. To see what is generally looked at as the most introverted or, again, geeky department in the organization setting goals for themselves where they're saying, we're going to go outside our comfort level and help develop business at every opportunity we can so we can directly impact the goals of the credit union, that sends a very clear and strong message to the other areas that we firmly understand the goals, the strategies set by the organization, and we understand where, where we fit in helping reach those goals.
0: So, Paul, if you had to boil it down and give one piece of advice to someone in IT or security trying to be more of a business leader, what would that advice be?
1: As you probably guessed by now, uh, Tom, one piece of advice doesn't usually come from me. Um, <laughs> I tend to be a little long-winded and uh, give uh, numerous uh, descriptions of possibly the same thing, but uh, I would pretty much narrow it down and say the advice I give to someone would be to challenge yourself, take no more responsibility, work on your judgment and work on your employee development. Um, constantly challenge yourself, whether it's continuous learning, um, leaving a, a difficult project or putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, do it, take the chance. Um, it's especially going to go back and affect your leadership ability um, when you're put in those kind of situations and you need to understand your role as a leader but also as a resource to those people that you lead. Um, and then also gaining the support of the person that you, that you report to. Um, make no mistake about it, a leader still has resources above them that not only critique how they lead but also are there to support them and be a resource for them. Um, take on more responsibility. Um, good leaders find opportunities around them, and they tackle them. It's not sitting back and waiting for things to be assigned to you. It's create your own workload, create your own focuses within the context of the goals and strategies set by the organization. Um, the judgment piece is, is huge. So many times in industries people become leaders or in leadership positions by doing something better than others. Uh, my background before I came to the credit union was in financial services or more financial sales. So to go from a true salesman, so if I was uh, doing loans, if to go from that to a branch manager, it was by setting a name for myself by doing the most loans. Well, the mistake there is that because you sell well, the perception is is that you will lead salesmen well. Well, the judgment piece is more important at the leadership level than it is at a sales level. So it's to constantly look and say, this is the decision that I made. How could I have done it better? Um, if I use a standard decision-making process, put my decision and everything into that and say, what would be the normal Outcome. Did I agree, did I is that the decision I made, or was I way off base here? Um, evaluate your decisions before, during, and after they're made. Make sure you're constantly developing um, your judgment skills, looking at all the information, looking at the bigger picture, understanding the end result. And finally, the employee development. As I've said before, and this is what drives me to be not only a leader in IT, but hopefully a leader in our credit union industry going forward, is the focus to employee development. You're only as good as your employees. If you demonstrate the ability to develop your current employees, good organizations are going to look to you to develop and lead other employees. Opportunities are going to open up. It may not be in the IT field or the IT area of of an organization, but those people that set them apart as good leaders it doesn't matter what they're leading if they're leading IT right now and they take the characteristics and the skills that they've learned to a branch sales or a finance department or a marketing department they still are going to be a good leader there's obviously a learning curve but if you focus on empl- and developing your employees It doesn't matter what the subject matter is. That's where your focus is as a leader, and that's where you will excel.
0: Excellent. Paul, well said. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Well, thank you, Tom. We've been talking with Paul Perini from Belco Community Credit Union. The topic has been the business of security leadership. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.